Hi, and welcome to Death in Cambodia, Life in America, a podcast where I interview my father, Robert Chow, one of the first survivors of the 1970s Cambodian genocide. He survived the killing fields, navigated through the jungles of Thailand, and escaped to America to build an empire in the donut industry. After about 40 years, I think it's about time he got a chance to share his story. I'm Dorothy, his daughter, and your host for today's episode. Let's dive in. This is, uh, for Robert's here to start this off. This is Robert. Yes. Hey, hello everybody. (laughs) So, uh, what you, uh, want to know, let's start with, uh, you know, uh, I think we're going to start off. Yeah. Why don't we start off? Um, first of all, kind of where, I mean, from the very, very beginnings, you know, uh, why don't you go ahead and first introduce yourself and then, um, we can go into a little bit of your background in history. Uh, I was born. Uh, I was born in uh, Cambodia, city called uh, Phnom Thom. That means big mountain city. Mm. It was a very small city, and uh, the populations in that city, I guess, at the time, it probably a thousand to fifteen hundred people. Uh, when were you born? What year were you born? Uh, 1959. Uh, this is, what, 60, 61, 60 years ago. So uh, that city was uh, very, very poor. And at school, I think the people uh, cannot go to school because you know it's it actually is no school in that city if you want to go to school you're gonna have to probably you know uh, ride a bike or walk one hour or two hour you know to school uh to a little bit big city called mongolbury mm-hmm. so that's where i thought my... you grew up in batambong actually is no, that no no batambong that's later on that i moved my parents sent me to live with the grandma and grandpa uh, because i guess uh, they both was so busy in business plus i think the city is so small and uh, they thought probably you know this is not the best town to raise the kids so they sent me to live with the with the grandma and grandpa in mongolbury mm-hmm. that's a bigger city mm-hmm. you know than phnom Tom. that's the so the population in in, in Mongolbury, I believe at the time it was probably you know I said maybe ten thousand f- people. So these are all small towns. It's these are all, all small, small town. towns that well, we're talking about. Well, you're talking about, about sixty two years ago, sixty one, yeah. sixty two years ago. Was there so, a reason why? I guess uh, it's just uh, 
re- reduce their work. I guess they cannot taking care of me because mm-hmm. I think they they busy they 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 both working all the time. And what did Yeye do? And what did what did Mama yeah, do? Yeah, I think you know. Uh, yeah, you opened the uh, uh, manufacture. It's called uh, rice processing rice. You know, when mm. you harvest the uh, rice from the uh, field, and then you're gonna have to put the uh, skin out, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that's what he's doing. And then at that time, he just opened that plant, so he he's really he really busy. So. Uh, uh, my mom, uh, you know, she raising the uh, pig, you know, at home, you know. Uh, they both pretty, kept themselves pretty, pretty busy. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was living with uh, grandma and grandpa uh, at age two. We have uh, one, let's say, five auntie and then two uncle. But they all grown up, you know, so the only little one is me. I didn't have anyone to talk to, to play, and it was lonely. It mm-hmm. was lonely and uh, uh, was very disappointed because I was a kid. I think, you know, not quite understand. I said, uh, uh, why they don't want me? Why they just, uh, so they visit me it's only once a year. Oh, when, wow. Yeah, and uh, I believe it's a new year. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was it was tough, and then it's really tough. So you try to uh, talk to your uncle and auntie, but I think they all say almost 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to see my sibling that much at all, at all. And I didn't really get close to the parent and all the siblings. I, I mean, I can see, you know, you, you were with your, you grew up with your uncles and your aunties. You didn't have anybody to play with, but I mean, no. I mean, you think that maybe like who, who, if you think about that childhood, what do you, do you have any good memories? Oh, I yeah. mean, what oh, do yeah. you remember? I have a very good what memory. What do you remember because, from uh, those times? Did you have friends that you can play with? Did you go to school during that time? When I was age five, I was in school with uh, with auntie and uncle. Okay. And uh, yeah, you? I remember. You know, I was so 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 lonely. I, I wasn't have much friend. Uh, but did you w- like school? I didn't like school. <laughs> I didn't like school that much. What did you not like about it? Well, I was a very very active kid, and then plus, you know, sometimes you feel. You, you you feel sad because you know feel like you know nobody wants you, mm. and then that uh, that probably stick in my head the most. Is it why you just keep questioning yourself? So why why my parents didn't really want me, right? And all that, and then you know uncle and auntie didn't feel because you were so small, so, small. so little. You know they're not gonna you know talk. It's basically the culture too in Cambodian and Asia. You know, because you cannot just uh, open talk everything, you right. know, and uh, that's the culture, how to do with that too. And uh, yeah, I I didn't do well in school at all. I think the first two, three years mm-hmm. and um, I'm flung almost everything, you know, because and then I had to stay another year because, you know, and then I, I didn't care really. Yeah. I mean, you know, okay, I'll stay another year, which is make 
a lot easier for me because I know it's going to be the same thing this year. <laughs> so, and then I can do better the second year with yeah. the new student that coming, you know. And Did you uh, make any friends at all? Yes, I yeah. did make friends at that time. I was a very, very active kid and didn't really uh, listen to the teacher that much. Mm -hmm. And I create my own thing, you know, when teachers say something i just go ahead and add a couple words and then i was got punished all the time <laughs> always had a mind of your own yeah 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 so if you were looking back at that 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 time i mean before kind of everything the khmer rouge do you have any like real good favorite memory from that time period do you remember just what was your favorite childhood memory before the khmer rouge Oh, wow. I remember now. My favorite thing is sport, played uh, table tennis. Table I, tennis? I was really, really good. Yes. Is that like ping pong? Ping pong. <laughs> yes. I love ping pong. So uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I love ping pong. And I want the uh, ping pong pad so bad. A good one. Not a really, yeah. really expensive good one. Just a decent one. And then I... Uh, I was dreaming. I was dreaming. He said, oh, I love this ping pong pad. And then uh, I wish that my parents come to visit me next year or this new year so I can maybe ask them to get me a ping pong pad. But when they both came to uh, visit me, and then uh, I just couldn't Open my mouth to ask because you're so you you afraid you scared mm -hmm. because of the culture it just you 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 really scare your parents you don't you you cannot say anything you know just keep me quiet and so I didn't say anything so uh, then I cry I was I remember I was crying you know mom uh, asking me see what happened I think you know and then I just said. I want the ping pong the pad uh, uh, so bad. So I think you know uh, she gave the money to uh, uh, auntie or uncle of that that time to get me the ping pong pad. Oh, I love that ping pong pad. That's the only thing that it's my favorite when I was in child, uh, my childhood. But that's you know between age three to age. Seven, I believe, but after seven, eight, nine, and ten, I was different. I was independent. That doesn't surprise me. You know, yeah. I think I think probably because you, if you could kind of look back at it and you think about it, when Mama sent you to be away, that probably built your independence. You didn't oh, have yeah. anybody to really lean on. You didn't have siblings to play with or talk to. You had to figure it out on your own. Oh yeah, that that's for sure. But I think you know when you grow up and then you kind of appreciate, you know, yeah. is it? Uh, you 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 really decide to mm -hmm. you on your own. I mean, even a small thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're gonna have to really make a decision and then try hard uh, to get it. So I mean, age eight, nine, and ten, you're saying? Eight, nine, ten, eleven. St start from eight. Uh, age eight, eight and up. up. And okay. I really, really 
independent. Why do you well, say that? Do you remember? Because times? then I, I I can decide what I will I want to do, what I will I want to. I just I just do it. I mm. just I think uh, it probably wasn't a smart thing to do, but I think I, I I did it anyway. Did you do anything stupid when you were young? Yes. Well, you know, because <laughs> in the in the classroom they put one one. Guy, one girl. Mm -hmm. One guy, one girl. Mm -hmm. And then you know, at that time, you know, I was cheating. Most <laughs> of the time, teacher caught me. Yeah. I see. So when the teacher caught you, and then they punish you, what the way they punish you at the old time, they let you stand outside under this hot sun for three, for two to three hours. Oh my gosh. You cannot sit. And then sit. they spank you. And then, yes, no, you cannot sit. That's the way they punish you. And then- For three know, hours? Oh yeah. And then I got, after then, I always got sick, you know, because you know, under the sun, I mean, Cambodian, it's so hot and mm -hmm, humid mm -hmm. and, you know, for a while and then you get used to it. Yeah. And then the whole, not, not just the whole class, the whole school all know me because you know, I'm standing up there all the time. As the troublemaker. All the, tr the troublemaker. Whole school, they have three people. It's the same way. So it's the same my age. You guys uh, become friends or something? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Good friend. Good friends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I said, what happened to you today? What you I do? didn't say, uh, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. What was the climate at that time? I mean, kind of leading up to Pol Pot and leading up to the Khmer Rouge. You, could you kind of have a sense when you were in school that something weird was happening? Like No. No. I didn't know what's going what on. What was going on? No, I didn't know what was you going on. You couldn't tell. There weren't any weird news. I don't know. You, you couldn't There's tell. no news. Couldn't yeah. tell. No. You know, I mean, the kid I just want to wake up, have good food, and you want to play and mm -hmm. go to school, and that's it. Thank mm -hmm. you.